Is this thing on? Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of The Wheelback Podcast. I'm your host, Jay, and I'm doing a special episode today. I shall title this one, I Have No Manager, I Cannot Be Managed, because I'm doing it solo. It's just me. Y'all get to listen to me talk to myself. It's going to be pretty shitty. So I'm just going to do a quick little Q&A, and then may or may not have done a rant. We'll see. That might get added on in the end. You might have to listen through me talking about my bullshit to get to it, but it's not my problem. That's a you problem now. So before I go into any of the questions that I have plucked out from people suggesting and a couple that I have chosen out, uh, I feel like I should just give a little bit of a backstory into my journey into electronic music and how I ended up becoming a fan of the sound of the blender being face fucked by a toaster inside of a microwave that's being thrown down a flight of stairs. <laughs> um, yeah, so I think I think it was grade 12. So like 20, 2010, the beginning of grade 12 for me. Um, my buddy went to hang out with his cousin and they were all like hardcore Shambhala people. And I went over to his house after and he was like, yo, like we're listening to Excision. And being, you know, the snotty nosed metal kid, I was like, this isn't real music. Turn this shit off. Like it's dumb. And then he just kept kind of beating me to a pulp with it. And I ended up finding some stuff that I really liked. And I think the first song that really got me was uh, Unload by Captain Panic. And it's just like, it, it just hit that sweet spot of like, it it just made me want to headbutt a belt sander. And so immediately I was in. And then I've kind of been all in since then on it. Um, I mean, I dedicated a fucking podcast to talking about electronic music. So typical white bullshit. But yeah, um, since then I've gotten the pleasure to meet a lot of really cool people through the community and through me being an asshole online and gotten to experience some of my most treasured memories with some of the people that I hold the dearest. So it's been, it's been fun getting to, to enjoy this journey and to be able to reflect back on a lot of it, which I've been trying to do more often recently. Remember the good things. Um, yeah. I really don't have much else to say, so I'm just going to go into the questions. So right away, um, question number one, what does it mean to buzz buzz? Now, this is going to be a reference that very few people understand, aka there's only about five of us. Um, but on my hockey team, I am on the third line with two people that I hold absolutely dear to my heart, Gail and Rob. Um, didn't know these people before September. Immediately, they were on my line, and we have been fucking the trio ever since. We don't score a lot of goals. We don't get a lot of points, but goddamn, do we have fun doing it. And so every time when, when the lineup got posted before Hockey on Fridays, we all be like, if Rob was in, it'd be like, oh, buzz, buzz, into our group chat. And we'd just be buzzing around, doing our shit, having fun, playing the game. Um, yeah, Rob and Gail are great. Uh, I love you both dearly. I do not want to play on any other line without either of them on it personally. And I was given the opportunity and I was like, I'm not playing without them. Like, no, I would rather have fun being a dingus with my friends than feel like I need to produce a bunch of points and do a bunch of shit. So 
never taste or never smell again. Okay. Um, I kind of already have bad taste and smell. I mean, if you've seen how I usually dress when I go to work, the having bad taste is normal and you would expect it from me, but, um, I would definitely have to go with smell because I like food and good beer and the thought of not being able to enjoy that kind of just seems awful to me. So I think I'm going to stick with uh, never smell again. All right. What is my biggest pet peeve? Slow walkers. I cannot stand slow walkers. I'm not that tall. I'm like 5'10". But my mom, who's 5'2", I have a hard time keeping up to. She's always been like, gotta go fast. So I got that from her. And I cannot handle dawdling. I I take stairs two at a time always, like the whole nine yards. I, yeah, slow walker is definitely my biggest pet peeve. If you could go back and give your 18-year-old self one piece of advice, what would it be? Um, oh, I'm not going to get dark on this one. <laughs> but I would definitely say learn to enjoy the moments that are good while you're experiencing them instead of only having a, a faint memory to look back at. I feel like it's been like, we're kind of trained to chase instant gratification and, and get those dopamine hits, but it's really important to learn how to recognize those moments while you're in them. I think it's the, there's a quote from, I think it's Andy in the office where he says, you know, Something about like, I, I wish I knew I was living in the good old days while I was in them or some, something along the lines. I don't know. I have a bad memory. But that that quote kind of stuck with me of like, I need to learn to enjoy what I have while I have it because life is fickle and strange and all over the place. And it's important to enjoy those moments while they are there. If you could be remembered for one thing, what would it be? Oh, okay. Um being an asshole to people on Twitter is that I feel like that's already kind of my my shtick I feel like that's what a lot of people know me for yeah I think I'll stick with that one I enjoy I enjoy being mean to stupid and ignorant people if that makes me a bad person fuck it I'm an awful human being and I am a-okay with that wheels or doors okay I love this debate this debate is great um I am in the wheels side of things it varies everywhere, but like I work, actually, you know what? Where I work, there's a lot of doors as well. <sighs> you know, I'm still going to stick with wheels. I'm not going to justify it. It's dumb either way, but it's, it's definitely wheels. What's one lesson your job has taught you that you think everyone should learn at some point in their life? Just because somebody has a degree doesn't mean that they're smart. It does not mean that they will be good at their job. I am an idiot without a degree and I seem to be doing all right at my job and can figure out things that the people with degrees that design them don't understand. This podcast is not an engineer friendly space, by the way. I really hope that that doesn't bother anybody, but also I don't care if it does. Um, if you're an engineer, you are the bane of other people's existences and I hope that you have that crushing thought every single day before you go to bed favorite flower oh 
I'm going to go with, oh, this is a great question, actually. I love, like, like lilies. I think they're gorgeous. Can't have them because cats, but I think they're very pretty. I also really like foxglove. I think that's a very unique and cool flower or rhododendron trees. I don't even know if I pronounced that right, and I'm not going to cut it and edit it out to make it look like I did. Big fan of just, like, colorful flowers. Enjoy them. Um, if you could have dinner with any three people, dead or alive, who would it be and why? Oh, okay. Um, see, I've seen this one before, and this is one of the ones that I picked out, but I really enjoy it, and I think it's a really cool opportunity to get a chance to understand things that you're passionate about and learn these things. Um, mine kind of tie in with two other people. I would really want to sit down and pick uh, Jesse from Stick to Your Guns' brain because the way he thinks is just, it, it's so cool to me that somebody can can be so critical of the systems that we're in and be able to express that in a way that doesn't feel like it, like it's being a doomer, you know, like I'm a doomer, but every time I listen to stick to your guns music, it gives me that, that chance to feel like a, not a righteous fury, but like it, it makes me feel like being angry about these things is okay. And, and all of that. And then I learned about this guy through their music because they use a lot of his sound clips, but, uh, he's an old guru named Jiru Krishnamurti. Um, I just, the palpable anger in his voice when he talks about things and you can tell that he's frustrated and he's a little bit bitter, but he uses that to drive him. I think that's something you don't get a lot when you listen to these like emotional gurus and all of those things, they kind of go for the, the whole, I'm, I'm enlightened and I am perfect and all of these things. And he was very good about when people challenged him talking about it and you could tell that he was upset when people didn't understand because the way that he speaks is it's not simple, but it's really easy to process. And I think that's something that really drives me towards his work. I've learned a lot about how I view myself and, and understanding things just from listening to bodies of his work, highly recommend looking into it. Uh, and I'm, I'm trying to think of a third person here. Like, just for shits and giggles, I want to choose somebody that's, like, complete chaos wild card. Um, Johnny Knoxville. Just for fun. Fuck it. The dude seems like a great time and would just love to listen to him interact with these people. So, yeah. Johnny Knoxville. Favorite soup. Anything spicy, but I am a slut for pho. Like, we'll, we'll do unspeakable things for it. Big fan. Love it a lot. Get it usually about once a week if i'm being entirely honest probably gonna have it for dinner tonight as i'm recording this so yeah uh faux but anything spicy as well walk us through a childhood memory surrounding food okay this is fun <laughs> i'm gonna have two because one is just hilarious and the other one is actually like a good moment um the first one my mom and sister were away on one of my sister's choirs thing choir things i believe and um, my dad was cooking dinner and my brother and I were watching TV and it's the kind of like side by side rooms. And all of the sudden, whatever my dad is cooking in the pan just goes up in flames. And my brother and I being kids, we both panic and freak out and like, oh my God, what's going on? And my dad so calmly just says, 
go outside and he grabs the fire extinguisher and he walks out in front of us and hoses it down (laughs) and just like the most nonchalant like i get a lot of my my just like whatever if something happens is just like okay well fuck i'm just gonna deal with it now mentality from my dad he's quite a character and the other one um my dad loves to barbecue like is a big barbecue guy has a, a headlamp and a heavy duty rain jacket for when it's gross out you still cook one year he did a turkey on the the barbecue for christmas but it was like full rotisserie he woke up at like i think it was like four o'clock in the morning to start it brined it for a day and a half before i don't eat meat anymore fucking best turkey i've ever had nothing will top that i i don't think i i will ever experience any food that was that good but yeah so there's two memories for the price of one baby skunk or baby possum Ooh, baby possum skunks are cute as fuck don't get me wrong but like possums yes please i want all of them but do not have the patience to deal with it because i'm lazy as shit and now for the final thing i'm going to do my favorite show memory and i'm going to go back to my first festival ever shambhala 2013 my best friend mateo invited me to join him and his now fiance Nicole because they were going with his cousin and all of their friends. And I bought a ticket not knowing who was playing aside from the fact that Excision was on it because that was really the only artist at the time that I really gave a fuck about. And we went and our first time seeing Excision together was at Shambhala. And I vividly remember right as everything got started, he turned to me and grabbed me by my shoulders and just looked at me and goes, it's fucking happening. And then we proceeded to lose our shit for the next hour and a half. And that is a set that I go back to and listen to regularly because it was one of the few moments in my adult life where I can vividly look back and remember enjoying it in the moment and getting to experience that with people that are so fucking important to me in my life. So yeah, that's probably one of my favorite show moments. Thank you for listening to this stupid fucking Q&A. I am your host, Jay. And now I'm going to go rant for a bit. Uh, Hello, and welcome to a new installment on the Wheelback Podcast. A new feature has been unlocked. Okay, that one hurt to say. But a big part of me starting this podcast was because for people that have followed me long enough on social medias, I like to do rant videos in my car complaining about things regarding the electronic music community and dumb shit that we like to do on it. And I figured, why not make that a part of this podcast? So on today's episode, the inaugural rant episode, I want to talk about gatekeeping and why it's kind of important. Now I know People are going to hear that and go, oh, gatekeeping bad. And I agree. To an extent, you should be wanting to share your favorite artists and your favorite genres with people. You should be wanting to share those experiences with them because it's important and it helps the artists that you love get given a better opportunity to thrive because there's a wider fan base for them. And I think that gatekeeping people away from the community solely because you don't want to share it with other normies is so fucking stupid, especially in electronic music, where eh, it's kind of mainstream now. EDM is mainstream. And if you have a problem with that, cry about it. I'm not wrong. But I want to talk about how gatekeeping can actually be a good thing. Because we've seen with the rise of social media, 
we start realizing that there's a lot of not great people in our community. A lot of people that stand against the standards of what this community was founded upon and stand against the people that this community was created by. You know, I see an awful lot of sexism, racism, homophobia, transphobia, bigotry in this community, in a community that would literally not exist without the LGBTQIA plus and by POC people. This community would not be here. And so I think when, when we talk about gatekeeping, everyone wants to talk about how it, it's it's dumb to keep people away from this. But at the same time, I think it's important as a part of a community to keep this safe because as one of my good friends, Shanda, once said, a community that lets everyone in is not a safe space. And we need to ensure that we are creating a safe space for the people that are willing to inhabit this community. And unfortunately, that means sometimes you're going to have to touch some shit and deal with some shitty people and do whatever you can to get them out of the community, or at least make sure that they stay away from you and people that they're dangerous to. I get it. Seems kind of counterproductive to have the conversation about gatekeeping is good. Gatekeeping is great when it needs to be done. But if you're one of those people that gets salty that some random person started liking the same music you do, and oh, I, I liked it first, who gives a fuck? Who gives a fuck? How is it any different if someone's been listening to electronic music for like nine months as compared to somebody like me that's been listening to it for a decade? There's literally no difference. As long as they love the music and genuinely want to learn more about it, I couldn't give a fuck how long they've been listening to it about. And you shouldn't give a fuck either. Realistically, what does it matter? You're not special for liking this music. It's garbage. Electronic music, all music for that matter, is objectively garbage. We just happen to like it. So realistically... Why do we care? Gatekeep shitty people. That should be the focus of things that we do. We should be ensuring that we make this community not comfortable for people that are dangerous to those that are already within it or those that are of the communities that helped create it. That should be a basic thought that we should all have. The fact that that is not something that is common and, and people get upset about is mind boggling to me that it's so beyond the pale that protecting the community members is, is not a thing. That blows my mind every single time this conversation comes up you should be willing to share the things that you love with people that are interested in it there should not be such a heavy disconnect with the concept of allowing people to experience and share things with you i see a lot of people complaining about new people coming into the community and not understanding the vibes of the situation or being rude yeah well guess what it's our responsibility as the people that are already in this community to show them how to do it if you're complaining about people being shit and not doing anything about it, congratulations, you're as much of the problem as everyone else is. And I really, really hope that you drill that into your brain because the important thing is that we as a community work to create an environment that is safe for the members and open to letting people that are interested in learning about it that aren't dangerous to the current members in. We should be wanting to share things with people. We should be wanting to let people experience these things because they're, they're so much fucking fun. I really don't have a hot take to end this on. Just fucking be better. It's not hard. Thank you to all three of you that made it to the end of the episode. I appreciate you putting up with my bullshit. Thank you very much. If you enjoyed it, please feel free to follow me on all social medias at The Wheelback Pod. I hope to be assaulting your eardrums again very soon.